men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place. Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Here we are. Here Cheers. We are. Yeah. We are live at Frankie's Italian Restaurant. Give a round of applause for Frankie. Yeah. And if you want to really give a round of applause, Frankie, just like give Rosemary enormous tips. And that's, uh, yeah, there we go. Good, 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 good. Yeah. It was a bartender in case you were curious. So we are here at Frankie's in Valencia, and we've got a special guest. Bob Cowsill! Of the famous... Of the famous... Of the famous... The Cowsills. The the 60s. And we have Rick Rick Farmer, animator, Amanda Raymond, screenwriter here also. Meh. And, uh... So anyway, Bob, thanks for being with us today. I want to thank everyone. I want to thank Frankie's uh, place, and uh, the food's great here. You haven't had the meatballs. Italian dining. I like to come here on Sundays for football. But um, anyway, so the uh, first thing, Bob, <laughs> we want to talk about. Let's do it. Is your documentary? You've oh. got a documentary I that do. is now out, and Liz Smith gave you like glowing reviews with the deal. So, Isn't what's the deal? Well, that was interesting, wasn't it? That that was pretty cool. Well, actually, we we led a life that uh, apparently warranted this documentary because. This girl, Louise Palenka, kept coming to my pub where I was singing and asking me, hey, we want to do a documentary on your family. And I kept saying, well, that was seven years ago, eight years ago. And I said, I just said, well, why? You know, and she said, we want to know how you got on the Ed Sullivan show. I go, okay. And there's, and there's so much more to our story turned, than that. Turned left at Radio City. That's turned, <laughs> yeah, right. We could walk yeah. there from 888, yeah, 8th yeah. Avenue. But, uh, and then she kept coming. And I go, ah, you know, there's, there's nothing really, you know, I don't know. Because why? You know, what does a documentary do anyway? I mean, what do you do with it? But she wouldn't stop. And then she brought her cousin in and started two-timing me, you know, and now that i got two of them all over me about it. And then I thought, well, if I say no to this girl, then I'm saying no for the whole family. But I couldn't do that. Right. So I had to check in with the siblings. And uh, we thought, well, let's, let's venture forth and uh, say yes and see what happens. Cool. And so seven years went by, and we shut it down for two of those years. Seven years? That was, yeah, seven years Holy ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, because the first crew we got, they found out what our, about our dad. Oh. And so, yeah. Yeah. well, he was a, he's the Shakespearean tragic idiot yes. in the story, and they uh, could not huh? get past him, oh, and they okay. could not, and then we felt we were in his documentary. Uh, yeah. Okay, they, so give me give me like a rating here. So Joe Jackson, what was the Wilson's father? Oh, rating Murray, Murray Wilson. Oh. Murray Wilson, Joe where's Jackson, that, and your dad. That, where's he on that where, scale? Where, where, where's uh, where's he, it, your dad end up? All right, he's worse, but not. Oh, he's worse. He's not. Oh, come on. No, he's not worse what? than Joe Jackson. Yes, he was, because because mostly because of our sister and what she had to tolerate and deal with. So he was worse. He was a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, Jackson had sons and Murray had sons. And, you know, this was a little, I mean, they had daughters, but this was a little different. This guy was kind of a, a wacko oh, and boy. a very angry, alcoholic kind of guy. So I understood that cruise infatuation, but they were making posters that said, Cow Sills, smiling on the outside, but in the 
you know, some kind of phrase like, but behind closed doors. Right. And let's say the words behind closed doors, dripping from behind closed doors were red Vincent Price-like blood. <laughs> that said, said William, William. Okay. William now, but, yeah. But yeah. you were, the Cowsills were the inspiration for the real, for the Partridge family. Well, that happened, yeah. But wouldn't that have been so much better yeah, if instead good. of Reuben, they would have had some, like, no, no, no. You want to cover, you want to cover that? Been, it wouldn't have been a comedy. It probably wouldn't have been a comedy. No, here's the, you want to cover that Partridge thing? Yeah, let's do the All Partridge right, thing. So tell me about the Partridge family. So it's 1969, and I'm 19, and I'm one of the oldest, and these guys come to our door in Santa Monica, and they've got an idea for a TV show. And there's like four guys, and one of them was a 20-something Michael Eisner. Okay. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. For real, Michael Eisner. After the house of mouse, Michael The guy that became Michael Eisner, clearly he was on the porch, Michael Eisner, but he was just a kid. So they had this good okay. idea. Okay. Hey, wait a minute, Bob. We're going to hold this story because we got to go for a commercial break. We're going to make money. We've got to make some money. We will be right back yeah, after yeah. this message. Hello and welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. We again are live, Martini Bar, live at Frankie's in Valencia, and uh, you can. Uh, hello, more people coming in. Come on so, in, you people. Just be patient in the line outside. There's no cover charge. Anybody can walk. No in. cover charge. Sorry. The but one, you, you know, you can you can get this podcast on iTunes. You can hear it on the radio, check your local listings, or you can listen to www.mccartymetro.com and get this for free. All this. I can't believe it's free. See how generous we are. Exciting talk here. So, uh, anyway. Free. When we left, before we had to go to the commercial, Michael, Bob. Michael Eisner was. Well, we're talking about door. Michael Eisner. Oh, well, now don't overplay that. Pre-Disney Michael oh, no, no, Here's what they walk in this. They walk in on teenage kids, and, you know, they think they're going to interview us to be on this TV show about a mom in the group, and we're going to be on a bus and tour, which is what we did. But you got to remember, we at the time had hair out and things were going real well. Hair, I love that we song. We did not You're going to play that song tonight, right? Yes, sir. Oh, we did not know if uh, we were going to, yeah, that was going to be our last hit, but, it, but having said that, but we were older. They wanted young, they wanted the early councils, the little gap didn't have a Danny. The little kids. Gap tooth Catholic yeah, the kids. Little kids yeah. yeah, the little ones. So they, yeah. They decided they didn't want us, but they were going to use Wait, well, Shirley Jones in just, there. Jerry, you're interrupting did. me. Rick, no, I do want to interrupt Rick, you here because I need to, get, I need to go ahead and talk about this. You have to get used to it. Is, so the Partridge family, Yes. we have no idea what color hair the father had, but Shirley Jones had blonde hair. Right. David Cassidy had black hair. Right. Danny had red hair. Right. And Chris had blonde hair. He's the one everyone forgets, right? So how your family would treat this so much better? No, no, no. I'm we just saying maybe Ruben was more than just. We didn't want songs. to do it. We did not want to do it. Okay. So you we, didn't want to do it. No, we toured and recorded. You did that on different. You know, it was always good to tour and record. This TV show thing, we knew about it. This was get up six in the morning, yeah. work all day. I'm going, what? That, that's so, a full-time job. Yeah, we be doing. Is, so yeah. at a time when you're not looking to become famous and you're not looking to become rich and you're not looking for the next big deal, that's easy to turn down. 
and not want to do it. So wow. we were relieved. Really? We, we didn't make the decision. If they said we could have been David Cassidy. Yeah. Well, you know what? Da talk to David. What would he be doing? David didn't. That's true. Good. Good point. What would he be doing right now? David. Uh, no, I'll tell you about David. He wouldn't be playing, playing the Canyon Club. Playing. Uh, I want to hear about David. I, I'm going to tell you something. David Cassidy would have made it without the Partridge family. He would have. Okay, so that launched him clearly and launched Susan Dane. Surely kept her going, but David would have been fine. But unfortunately for David, he got bagged into that thing, and that whole teeny bopper thing messed with him later. Yeah. And I understood that because I had brothers that that happened to. So well, I what happened to you two? And you? You were on Tiger Beat. Nope, I didn't get messed up though. Come on, okay. you were on Tiger Beat. No, I didn't. I, right. I messed up in other ways, but yeah. not visually where okay. you can tell. Yeah. Uh, but I'm quite comfortable with myself. Of, you, it, it, won't, it won't come out in the podcast. We only have 20 minutes. That's good. It'll no. take a lot longer to, for it to come this out. This would take so. my own documentary, yes. and I would absolutely refuse that one. Right. Because it would sell too much for the wrong reasons. Right. Thank you. All right. So, anyway. But back to the documentary. Let the me finish that. I'm sorry. All right. The Partridge family went on to be a great show, and Shirley Jones, God bless her, is in our documentary. Oh. Because I finally got to sit with her and, and ask her. What went on down there? So she goes, well, they brought in, when they got us all together and we we're going to do the show, they brought in mm -hmm. your pictures and your records, and they played the records and showed us that here's who you're playing. Here's, and I asked her, do, had you ever heard of us? And she goes, well, no, because she was from Broadway. Yeah. Musical and world. MGM and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But she learned real quick. and Music band. Yeah, and what's the what's the one when know. she's with Hal McRae on the on the buckboard? Love that. Uh, Gordon, Gordon McRae. Hal McRae. Gordon McRae. Sorry. Hal McRae was a baseball player for the Gordon. for the Kansas City Royals. Hal McRae was it's, awesome. Yeah, Hal, McRae Hal McRae was great. You're I right. Maybe she was in a buckboard with Hal McRae. We Gordon don't know. <laughs> Buy the documentary and maybe we'll find out. Hal McRae played for the Kansas City Royals. Anyway, go ahead. Pretty good, Rick. I mean, that's pretty hey, good. Hey, wait a minute. I got to interrupt now because uh, I have to do a shameless plug. Evan, is this allowed? Is it allowed? All right. You, okay. All right. Evan says I have okay. To do a, uh, a shameless plug for one of our new sponsors. A new sponsor. SportsMemorabilia.com for signed jerseys, yes. photographs, balls, and bats like yes. Hal McRae's. No kidding. You might have Hal McRae's. You might have Hal McRae's jersey. You never know. I threw that out there. Do we get I might have a Shirley Jones autographed baseball. If you want a gift, follow the link to SportsMemorabilia.com. And you're a big I'm Red a, Sox fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. You could get a Carl Yastrzemski. He's a big baseball Number eight jersey. I ate Carl Yastrzemski endorsed bread for years. Thank you. Okay, cool. So anyway, sorry. I just yes. had to do the plug. I saw the Hal McRae, and I said, we need to make that money. Go for it, you know? So anyway, it. so Shirley Jones. Yeah, God bless the documentary. Her. It was really nice she to She said talk great to things about you, right? She, she did. She was very, uh, she was really cool. We wanted her to sing a song with us that night when we played. Uh, she introduced us at that El Rey Theater, but yeah, she wouldn't, that. She wouldn't that. sing. Yeah, she said, I can't Excuse sing, but I'll introduce yeah, you. Yeah, I remember that. I no remember fair. That. Yeah. That would have been cool. But she was great. Evan's trying to get our attention. No, we're we, good. We got a studio guy at our feet twirling no, his hand around like, speed it, up, speed it up, speed it up, speed it up. So, are we drinking martinis? Yes, we are. No, we are not drinking oh, any alcohol. Oh. This is a... We're no, at a bar we are drinking, drinking alcohol. no alcohol at okay. all. Milk a, a and lot orange of juice. I think you need another olive in there, Jerry, in your, in your non-drink. Okay. And iced tea if you want. I just wanted to make that clear to everyone. So, does Amanda interview all the female guests? <laughs> yeah, when there's four of us, it gets cut out sometimes. Yeah, it's she, hard to get a word no, in edgewise. She, she gives the female perspective on a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
This is great. You guys should see us. We're at this Frankie's Italian restaurant. Frankie's Italian restaurant. Try the meatballs. As you're looking at the stage, you know, far left is Amanda, then Rick, then me, and then Jerry. And uh, we got Evan down in front giving us cues and stuff, keeping us on schedule. It's the mosh pit we have. Everyone's eating pasta. Everyone's drinking, having a great time. I hear Italian restaurant. I think of Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. I love it. Billy Joel, but yeah, so the uh, Italian restaurant. It's hard to find a good Italian restaurant. But it's not hard to find Frankie's in Valencia, right, Rosemary? It's right like at New Ranch. I know what it is. It's Magic Mountain Parkway. Take that exit. Take a right. Take a left. I'm McBean. As soon as you pass New Hall, take a right. You're okay. right there in the middle of the plaza. Well, yeah. we, Come on out. We, we've gone oh, past this episode. Are you a horse race announcer or a singer? We, we needed to make some more <laughs> money, so we're going to another commercial. We will be right back after this. We are back at Frankie's in Valencia. Yeah, I'm louder this time. Oh, yeah. We're, better? we're here with Bob Cousill, Amanda Raymond, Rick Farmelo, and myself. And the martinis. Jerry and McCarty. martinis. Those are the back Non alcoholic martinis. There's no alcohol being consumed whatsoever. No. Not sure why. Never. And uh, Not sure anyway, so Bob. Okay, we, so we know about the documentary. So how do we find the documentary? We can't. I'm sorry. Why can't we get the documentary? Well, here's the deal. The state of the documentary is this. It has been submitted to Sundance, South by Southwest, in Santa Barbara. We're waiting to hear in December about the festival, and it won, right? Oh, it won awards. It won what? Oh, sorry. Yes, it's an award-winning documentary. Right. Award-winning documentary. Yes, it is. It won the best documentary. Excuse me right now, but that is some good-looking eggplant parmesan right there. This is Frankie's eggplant parmesan. Come on down and get some. I keep thinking it's live, but it might be cold. No, no, down no, anyway, down come down right. anyway. Okay. So, so anyway, so anyway, back to the. I did. The, I see food and it distracts what me. What was I doing? So you were telling me about the award-winning documentary. Award so what award winning. did it win? Can you imagine that adjective? Well, it won a best documentary in the Rhode Island Film Festival. I knew Rhode Island it would win. Yes. And why would that oh, be? No, 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 that's not true. Why would that be? You know why? Because Bob is from Rhode Island. It still had to go in with, in with 4,500 movies and get chosen. Wow. Okay. So there. That's great. Marty Pants. I was wondering if it was home time. But the win was good. Then in Vermont, or something. Vermont Film Festival, okay. something up there, won the best documentary. That's great. So, and then we're at the Paley Center, and now we're waiting for these other ones. And then what you apparently... When can I get it on net, my Jerry, I'm streaming Netflix for free? Voices, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> what you get is you got to get distribution. Oh. We don't have distribution. Oh, we can get you distribution. We got connections. We can hand them out. No, we know where distribution is, but oh, that's like they have to finish this 5% part of it and then uh, get it distributed. And then it goes on documentary channels and it goes on the this and that. And then what you hope for is that somebody takes it and makes a movie of the week out of it because then you get a, a lot of money. Okay. Cool. We're, we're hoping for that. Because they sell... Bigger things. Because it's a great story. Yeah, it's a great story, and I know I know a lot about the Cowboys. It's a good story, but it is a really really great story. I must say, it's, of that, it's of that a, band and that family. Oh, so see the documentary on Netflix. It'll eventually be there. It will be there, and, and we uh, can see it. On okay, eBay and everything. Enough about the documentary. Enough. I'm not I learned I'm something bored. new. I've known you for I don't know how many years. Rick introduced me to you, by yeah, the way. So I've known him longer. You've known him longer, but but it's true. But yeah, this isn't a I learned out uh, learned that you. You were on the dating game, which, oh. as Rick will back me up on, is the best theme song of any. Oh, well, it's got this, it's a Tijuana Brass. <laughs> you got Herb Albert and Tijuana Brass. So you were on the dating game. I wore a red suit. 
<laughs> you weren't picked. I, I'm not joking. <laughs> like a, like a no, you were the, I was not red. picked. No, you, were you like, you were like. I was the guest star in with, in with the three. So you stars. got to pick with somebody. You got your choice of three no, hot no, babes. No, I had a hot babe who had a choice of three guys, and she didn't pick me. She didn't pick you, oh, even yeah. though. Snaps. You were a celebrity. Yeah, well, that was, she didn't know that, though. So. But you could have, like, slipped that in you somewhere. You sang a few bars of the Random Park and other things. No, no, I failed and miserably. Okay. And, 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 so, uh, so what, do you remember any of the questions you answered? If yeah. you were a popsicle, what flavor would you be? No, it was, if you're a caveman, what's the first love, sing the first love song. That was a question. If you, you were say, a caveman, if I was a caveman, you should have hair. Oh, you would have been awesome. That was your chance. I was 19. I wasn't quick on my feet then. Oh, come on. I missed a trip to Sweden with that girl. With a chaperone. Yeah, I, well, I, 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 I want to talk to somebody that actually took one of those trips and yeah. find out what the chaperone actually yeah. did. Yeah, you just find the chaperone's favorite drink and just, <laughs> you can take care of it. So the you chaperone. weren't picked. I was not picked. Was she hot? She was hot. Oh, yeah, but so you was my girlfriend so. at the time. So oh. it all went well. Well, well what's your girlfriend think of You were on the dating show then, sir. I was promoting my career, <laughs> not my manhood. How long did the relationship last after that? Uh, I married her. Oh, oh good for she you. She says, no more of this. So she, no, she didn't say that. <laughs> so she won. I could tell she, she was won. Re- No, she was she ready won. to let me go to Sweden because that was going to have to happen. But I think she was relieved that it didn't. Sure. Because of that chaperone issue and dumping exactly. the chaperone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, you know, she wasn't buying that chaperone thing either. So, no. so, so, do you agree? Best theme song? Huh? Dating game, best theme song? For a what game show. Best? No. What's oh, the best? For a game show? For a game show. Oh, I thought you meant any show. No, any show. Because I want to know what you think any the show? best. Yeah. I have a number one without, and nothing. I, and it's be- my number one, too. It is not. Love American Style. No, that's not mine. That's my favorite theme song because the Cow Stills did it. And you connected it to And you're going to play that tonight? Uh, Rick's Martini plays. Yeah, I'll play it tonight. All right. It's still not the best TV theme song. What's the best TV theme song? Jetsons. No way. That's a good you, one. Now listen to me. That's I'm going to tell him something. That's a good one. You're used to hearing that song by watching the cartoon. I heard it on the radio once. Jetsons to, is like Gilligan's Island, and then Jetsons is a no, little bit no, below no, it. No, no, the no. horn Gilligan's plane. Island your favorite? Huh? Gilligan's Island. Your no, favorite? Love American Style by the Cowsills is my favorite really? theme song. I swear. Why did, you, why did you guys only sing that song for the first season? Well, here's the deal. And then they went to these generic background well, the singers. Fox singers. I know what was going on there, because um, every no everything that happened to us happened once or twice, and then didn't happen again. Mostly because of our dad. Yeah. He was running the business, and he would, like, we signed for 10 Ed Sullivan shows. 10. Wow. We only got two. Whoa. Because the idiot father decided to get in a fight with Ed Sullivan's son-in-law, Bob Preck, and we lost the other eight. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Well, you got to tell a story about Ed, 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 Ed Sullivan. Tell the story about Ed Sullivan hitting I'm, on your mom. I'm not feeling good you anymore. Guys, Come probably, on. You can you tell a story about Ed. Would have, you guys what? probably would have gone on. And had a lot more hits had you had you appeared more often on Ed Sullivan probably. We right? would have had, we would have had more hits if my mother and father got divorced before we got going too strong, uh-huh. is when we how we would have had more hits. Uh-huh. But eight more Ed Sullivan shows certainly would, would have been yeah. amazing. Your exposure. It was an right? amazing deal. What year was the Ed Sullivan show? Oh, you know, late 60s, 60s. Late 60s. 
before. After the Beatles. No, during the Beatles. Before the Beatles. Before the Beatles. Yeah, they brought. Ooh, I got to hear about this more, but guess what? We're going to sell product. We got to sell product. Let's go to a commercial. And we are back at Rick's Martini Bar, home of the world famous Frankie's Meatballs. We're at Frankie's Italian uh, restaurant here in Boise, California. What's the difference between a snowman and a snow girl? What? Snowballs. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, the, 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 you have reached a new low. I have to do another sponsor. PB Imaging specializes in design, photography, digital photography, banners, and web design. Go to www.pbicreative.com and tell them you heard about us at Rick Martin Bars, and they give us a little... They give, they, give they give us some napkins. They give us a little kickback on the they meatballs. They give us a set of napkins or something. Yeah, yeah. And you get high-quality service, creativity, and on-time delivery. So anyway, so so we so we heard about that. Now, Bob, I want to hear how it was. 1967, big time. It's like the middle of hippie dime. Yes, it is. And you're how old? Seventeen. Yes, I am. You're seventeen, and you're in. You're you've got a hit record. I do. What yeah, were your hit records? Let's tell the people like here what your hit records are. This is going to take all two ten seconds. No, no, but they're great. And I can sing them in twelve minutes. All right, <laughs> rain the park and other things. I love that That's song. I love the flower girl. Oh, I don't know. I love that song. You play that tonight. Caught my eye. Okay. Play it. um, okay. It's hard to play. You know, oh, play that first. As a solo artist. But you can sing. I get it. Amanda's going to help she me can good. sing harmony. If I know the song. Okay. okay. You know well, that's a given, Amanda. <laughs> and what else? And what else? Uh, then there was a, sort of a secondary top 20, but not number one, We Can Fly in 68. Uh, Rick's fly. favorite song, yeah, We Can Fly. Good, song, good record. Yep, yep. And we were working with all these studio musicians at the time, because that, that's what you did back then. Yep. And then after that, at Indian Lake, which was a little Indian Lake, I love that song. Well, that's a long story. You going to play that tonight? No. Oh, come on, play it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then after Indian Lake, I think in there we did Love American Style. But it wasn't. Ah, I love my favorite hit. It wasn't like a hit single. My favorite theme song. It was a TV show. Yeah. And you just did it and forgot about it. It's really what we did. But it was funny. I had to produce that. Poor Baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. More West Coast hit. We're in the West Coast. It right. counts. Poor baby. KHJ loved that song. Love it. And uh, and uh, some people in the audience I see like it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, and then hair. And hair. hair. Okay. Carry ahead with hair. You know, what song I, you know what other song I like? My own beautiful hit, hair. Hit single, but the Impossible Years. You guys. Oh, did, that's a movie. We did a movie the theme. theme song to that, and that's a great yeah, song. The Tokens wrote that. Yeah, that's we a great song. With the tokens for that. Okay, so impossible. T- yeah. You got the you got to go to Fenway Park. Uh, true. And yes. sing Hair, right? Yeah, we Recently. did go into Hair. Yeah. Recently. In the in the World Series year, right? No, not in the World Series. Oh. We didn't want to be in the World Series. What? No, we wanted to be in the Yankee Red Sox playoff series. Oh, just before the World Series. Yeah. That's more important, isn't it? Oh, it's much better. So yeah, it's, it was an honor because it was that third game and it was it pomp and circumstance and they. Corporate baseball Yankees are down the third baseline, and the rag them up in Red Sox in 2004 are down the first okay. baseline. So what? Like, I, 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 I got a de- and all, I'm at home right? plate. I gotta uh, uh, take a detour here. Yeah. So what do you think about Peter O'Malley coming back to 
It's not the, official yet. It I know it's matter, not, but... It's not, it's, Rick, stay out of this. Yeah, everyone wants to put <laughs> a damn I'm a Giants fan. I better Let me tell up, you huh? something. Peter O'Malley, the O'Malley family, at the end of every season when they owned the Dodgers, always took the front office to Italy, whether they won or not. Is everyone, that right? Yes, everyone loves the O'Malley family. But they, yeah. left them, they left them there sometimes, and that was the, the, the <laughs> no. downside of it. Now, they were better owners. They're still Get rid of this McCourt. The yeah, this McCourt. Yeah. No, the I Red Sox wouldn't All this divorce thing. Oh, that was this insane. is like the rich white guy throwing you, your crap on the lawn. Thing. Let me tell you something. That affected my daughter because my daughter worked for the Reds, uh, for the Dodgers. Oh, really? Yeah, when McCourt just, and his wife started arguing. And she had come in with the Boston crew. So when McCourt got mad at his wife and went into court and had this court ruling go his way, he came into the stadium and fired everybody from Boston in one day. Really? Oh. That his wife had hired. Oh, wow. My daughter was one of them. Gosh. She hired my daughter from bought from the Red Sox it's to come like to the rich Dodgers. white trash. That's a story. It was incredible. It was Wait. in the L.A. Times. Her brother found out because someone, okay, your sister got fired from the Dodgers. It was in the paper. You know, so it was all handled horribly, as wow. you can imagine. Wow. It, as it all. Well, I want to. I want to end on a positive note. Bob. Let's end on a positive. Always. So, so, so tell me a little bit about. Being on the Ed Sullivan Show. Where I really find from Newport, Rhode Island. Listen, Ed Sullivan at the time was the top of the pyramid, the top of the bell curve. All the analogies would work. If you got on the Ed Sullivan Show, the United States of America saw you yeah. all yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, the music and the TV shows back then united the whole generation. And we all listened to the same stations and watched yep. the same shows, bought the same magazines. We're very united as a population. Yep. So if you got on Ed Sullivan, you hit the big time. And mostly, like, we saw the Beatles. I think they were on in 60, whatever year it was. 64, 65. 64. 64. Okay, wait, i got to stop because yeah. we got to do a question. Okay. A trivia question. And we're going to ask this guy right here. You want to answer a trivia question? You, can, oh, you guys can team you up. Like to volunteer? You can call a friend, so don't be nervous. And you can call a friend, and Bob's a friend. Yeah, but I won't know it. Okay, so here's your question. Trivia. In what California city did the Beatles give their last concert? Hey, that's difficult. I know that one. I don't know that. Not for you. It's a loaded question for me. San Francisco? San Francisco, you're right. What did he say? Woo-hoo! He said San Francisco. Candlestick Park, that's does what I... Does he get this? Does he win the, does he beat the prize? He wins Turtle Wax with new improved hard shell formula. It cleans, polishes, and protects for a high-gloss yeah, finish. Really going, that will make heads turn. Choose turn. Turtle Wax. Hey, and listen, there's a brand-new car I'll back to use it on. Good luck. Thank you. Just find, you just have to find it. It's with the keys in it. Okay, well, Bob Cowsill, thank, thank you, you for being with us. Okay, I'm honored. You were incredible. Now the good we stuff. can download this at www.cardimetro.com. Go to nice. iTunes, download the podcast, listen to what we got to say. Bob Cowsill, <laughs> you're awesome. Go to cowsill.com. Rick, Amanda, guestbook message. There has been no alcoholic beverages consumed at all during this podcast. We are not brought to you by Coca Cola. That's what we all say. We just drink drinking Coke. Cheers! Cheers!